What's going on? Welcome back to MST episode 30. I'm here with Eric. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Really? Yep. 100% honest? Yeah, I'm being, I'm being 100% honest. I feel great, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that. <laughs> what a way to start the new year, because that's when you'll be listening to this podcast, when it drops tomorrow on New Year's Day. We are recording on New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, your boy's already drinking, bro. So it's pretty late. I haven't had a drink, so Eric's list we're about to do is going to be whack. It was going to be whack anyways, so <laughs> that don't matter. But I uh, hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas. We're back full-time now, at least for the foreseeable future. Who knows what, what's in store for us? <laughs> you never know with us. But we're back here today, MST, starting the new year off right with a new list. And we are doing this for the second time, second year in a row our top players list in the NBA. Last year we did 25. This year we're doing 15. Um, just to clarify, last year we did this by going through 25 through each person's list uh, at the same time. So we'd both do our 25. This year we're going to do Eric's list first, then my list, so we have a chance to explain ourselves, and then we can debate on it after a little bit. Um, we also are going to be basing this list basically off how we project these players to be by the end, like where they would rank by the end of the year. That's kind of what, what the list resembles based on what we've seen in the first week and a half, two weeks, along with um, team a combination of team success and individual player success, and well, assuming it, everybody it, stays fully healthy. Is it fair is it to say that your guy is going to be the MVP most likely? I... Could be. I wouldn't say would be the MVP. I'm kind of just because there's definitely guys on this list that could be higher. That would be higher in the MVP voting than certain guys. Um, the reason we're doing 15 is because 15 is a lot. There's a lot more room for interchanging guys, especially 10 through 15. Um, whereas the top, our top tens will probably be pretty similar, maybe in different order, but we'll probably have the same 10 players or so in there. Um, so it's kind of just like the best player. I wouldn't consider it the MVP because, honestly, I'll just say it now. I'll give you one spoiler. Giannis is not my number one player, and he was the reigning MVP two years in a row. I don't think he was number one on my list last year either. So um, we're just going to kick it off. We also, I also gave Eric the room. So our, our lists are completely different. I gave Eric room to you know, mention a couple honorable mentions if he wants. He doesn't have to. But we do have 15 guys. Eric, do you have – you can kick it off however. Honorable mentions, 15, wherever you want to start. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to start – I'm going to lower me down a little. But um, so I'll just start with my honorable mentions. Um, so guys that didn't make my list that I think could. Like at the end of the year, you could probably place these guys to get somewhere. Um, I have Jimmy Butler on my list. Um, Bradley Beal is on this list, and Jalen Brown. Brown. I think Jalen Brown can crack the top fifteen, but I don't have him on my list. All right. Um. Okay, so number two, just start there and go down. Um, I got Trey Young. Um, I think Trey Young is gonna have a like breakout season. Just uh. Try to speak up a little bit. It's a little quiet. Oh, it keeps cutting in and out a little bit. All right. Um, so, I, I, the reason I say Trey Young is I just think that um, he's going to have like a breakout season with all the new additions. Um, and I think the pick and roll with Capella is going to be something that's going to be very nice. Um, and then he's got the supporting cast. So, um, yeah, that's, I think that's reasonable. And then at 14, I have a guy like Dan Adebayo. I think Adebayo is going to take the next step. And I think Jimmy Butler, it, the reason that Bam on the list is not Jimmy Butler is just because I think Bam is going to be the better player. And um, I think we saw that in the bubble. Like, without Bam, that team is not where it is. So, yeah, I got Bam at 14. Um, at 13, I got D-Book. I think with the addition of Chris Paul, um and you know obviously him growing up kind of with uh with what's his name their center 
No, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be just like a, a nice duel for the future. And I think Chris Paul is just going to come in there and, you know, help him out. Um, so, yeah, I have him at 13. Uh, at 12, you got Joel and Jordan. Um, I think in this new Sixers offense and, I guess, defense, but mostly on the offensive end, I think Joel Embiid's going to really – like, his game is going to go to the next level. And I think with, um, you know, the new coaching additions, um, you know, obviously having a guy like Doc Rivers, I think they're just going to, you know, take full advantage of his ability um, on the offensive end of the floor. So um, I see him, you know, cracking the top 15. I have him at 12. Okay. So, okay, yeah, you're at 12. Okay, go to 11 now. Um, so at 11, um, this is a little surprising, but I just think, I think it's getting exposed within the first few weeks here. I got Steph Curry. I think, you know, I looked at a lot of lists, like, to kind of build my own list, and a lot of people had Steph Curry in the top five. I don't think Steph Curry's a top five player this year. I think it's just it's exposed now that, like, he needs guys around him. Like, yeah, he's a great shooter. No one will ever take that away from him. He's one of the best of all time. Um, and he can do a lot of good stuff. But he can't score 100 points a night. And he's, you know, for them to make a serious playoff push, I, like, he's going to have to do that. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't see him cracking top 10. Yeah, your list is shaping very, not like bad, but strange. Like, now I'm very curious about who's going to land where. Um, so real quick, you're, go from 15 down to 11 real quick. Just say them again. So you had Trey Young at 15. Trey Young, Bam Adebayo, D-Book, Joel Embiid, and Steph Curry. All right. Yes, our li- this is why I want to do 15, because I think this is going to make all the difference in the world. Um. Yeah, definitely very different. Okay, you can you can move on to your your top ten now. Cracking my top ten, I got Jason Tatum. I think uh, Tatum's gonna you know is poised to have a great year. Um, he's the focal point of the offense behind Jalen Brown, but I think I think Tatum's just gonna take that next step. I think he's gonna show he's a you know he's he's a number one. What I've seen from the past few games is. Not breakout like you know Jalen Brown last night put up what forty four. Like we haven't seen one of those nights from Tatum yet, but I think he keeps seeing consistency, and that's what yeah. I have to see. Out of the consistency mind. is the thing you want to see at Tatum. Yeah, like if he we don't need him to put up like forty five fifty. We just want him to put up almost thirty every night. Yeah, and I think he's doing that. I think he's I think he's shown that he's a consistent player. Um, and he's shown, you know, effort on both ends of the floor. So, I think he cracks, cracks my top ten. Um, at number nine, just ahead of Tatum, this is I kind of went back and forth with this. I have Kawhi Leonard. Um, wow. Yeah. Dude. Wow. You think that's high or low? I think, I don't know what you mean by high or low, but I think nine? Wow. That's all. I, I don't even know what to say. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, our lists are very different. Do you think it's a little bit higher on our list, like closer to one? Closer to one, but you can explain yourself. Yeah. So, I think I where think a lot of people are gonna, are gonna like what a lot of people are gonna say is, oh well, look at the team without Kawhi. Like, yeah, they have Paul George and Paul George. I mean, as you saw a few nights ago, they got fucking blown out. Do I think that's gonna happen every time that Kawhi takes a rest day? No. But I think it's going to take some time for this team to come together. A lot of moving pieces. People forget that. Like, yeah, you can have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but if you have the amount of moving pieces that they do and the Lakers do, they're not going to be at their best at the beginning of the season. It's just not going to happen. It takes time to build chemistry. So um, I think that, like, like – I think Kawhi I think deserves to be higher on my list, but then there's there's guys on my list too, like you know higher, closer to one, that I just think are gonna have better seasons than Kawhi. I I respect that. Yeah. Um, at what would this be nine? nine. Eight. Eight. I got Damian Lillard. Um, I think Dame, you know, 
he's just one of the best players in the league every year. Um, and I don't really have much to say about Zane. I just think he fits well between. I don't think he cracks belongs in top five, but I think you know between six and eight, I think he falls somewhere in between there. Um, I think they're gonna have a good season, but. I don't know how much better they can be. Uh, they didn't really make a lot of moves in the offseason. So. I, I guess they brought back Melo, and Nurk was just healthy. But I think Dame at 8 is a good spot for me, at least. Um, at 7, I got AD. I think Anthony Davis last year was um, just a, a player that people kind of overshadowed. And I think he should have been in that conversation. Um, yeah. I'll I'll mention that when I talk about my list a little bit, um. But yeah, I think the similar thing. Like, I feel like there's times when LeBron was getting all the credit and AD wasn't getting a whole lot of it. I think yeah, I think that playoff run of um. I mean, LeBron's got some weight in that. Obviously, it's LeBron James, but I think Anthony Davis deserves a lot more credit than he got for this run of that Finals, um, run. I think that, like I said, he belonged in the MVP conversation last year, and he wasn't. And I don't know. I just think – do I think that he'll be in the top five? Well, according to my list, no. Um, because I think, you know, as long as LeBron's there, he won't be. But um, I think LeBron James, like, he, I think he hinders his production slightly. But at the, you know, on another – like another sense, like I don't like Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis, so um, I think seven's a good spot for him. Uh, at six, I got James Harden. Um, you know, some people are like, "Oh my God, he should be closer to one." Uh, I saw a lot of lists that had him at three, and I saw a list that had him at five, so I put him at six. So I think that James Harden's going to have a very good year, but it's a very skeptical, like, what's going to happen with him. So I think that also kind of affects his situation. Like, people's, I don't think he will go to Brooklyn, but if he were to go to Brooklyn, he's not going to be a top You know, his numbers are going to be touched, like, a lot. Like, they're just going to go down. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of affects his situation um, and where he lands on my list. So... That's why I have him at six. And so my top five. <clears throat> All right, so I got Jokic cracking my top five. Um, he's at number five for me. I think he belongs in the top five. Um, as the guys put up almost a triple-double every single night, except for one night he was a rebound away. This guy's playing 38 to 42 minutes a night. <laughs> like... That's crazy. Every For single man, too. Probably the best shape of his career. Yeah. Um, I think he deserves to be in the top five. If not, maybe four or, I mean, I think you could make an argument for three. Um, but, yeah, I think this guy's going to have, like, a breakout season. Um, I mean, he's had some rough beginnings to seasons in the past couple of years. Like, he hasn't started off very hot. But... He's, I mean, obviously he's starting off very hot right now. He's got, you know, five games, I think, triple doubles, almost in every one. Um, so, yeah, he's at five. At four, I got Giannis. All right. Um, like you said, Giannis is going to have – he's going to have a great, you know, great career, great year. Um, their team is different, which is good for him, I think. I think the players around him now are better than what he's ever had. Yeah. Um, but so that's the, definitely going to affect it a lot. That's why. What'd you say? I said that's probably going to be what affects like his ranking the most for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think it. You know, I honestly think it's probably the best supporting cast he's had. Yeah. Um, for sure. So I don't know. I just I don't I don't think Giannis is going to be like the number one or number two guy in the league this year, which is fine. Like you can still be a great player, not be number one or two. Um. So yeah, I got Giannis at four, um, just for those few reasons. At three, I got LeBron. Um, Jake probably thought I was going to put him at one just because I like LeBron. Um, but no, nah, I I know who you have at one. I can already tell. Yeah. 
I think I think I'm being realistic when I put LeBron at three. LeBron's gonna be in the MVP conversation. Like it just he is every year. Um, so unless he gets hurt, knock on wood, but. I think he's going to have another great year. Um, their team's even better. They've got more guys to give the ball. Um, yeah, his points per game might go down, but I think his assist numbers are going to go up. Um, and they're going to make another championship run. So that's why I got him at three. I think that I think the fact that they're going to be a championship contender like at the end of the year is just going to improve his ranking. Um, yeah. At number two, I got KD. I think KD, you know, Possibly becomes the best player in the world this year. Wow. Yep. Two. Yep. Were you surprised by that? Man. You thought I had him at one? Yeah, I did. Nope. Kevin Durant at two. I think I think Kevin Durant will end up being the best player in the world like this year, but the reason that's holding me back is the fact that he might be on a limited uh, you know, minutes restriction. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, even though they say they're not going to, I think if you're a championship-winning team, you're crazy not to have them in minutes restriction. Yeah, definitely. That's if you're going to make a deep run. So, uh, and I think, like, before you say anything else, I think that took a lot of consideration into my list as well. Like, I, I don't really think, um, like a minutes restriction for me is going to alleviate guys from being higher or lower than somebody else. I just feel like like you don't play to win the regular season. So if you can rest guys, you rest them. I think that's the right thing to do in the NBA now. Um, yes, the fans hate to see their players play. Right now, there's no fans. Um, you're coming off a short off season too. And I think it's kind of, it's been nonstop basketball for a while now. So I think it's kind of fair for players to have minute restrictions especially guys like KD who are who's coming off such a bad injury I mean Kawhi maybe not so much he has had injury bugs in the past so they want to limit that I think you'll see LeBron take a lot of nights off um just because he's getting older and you'll probably see AD take a majority of that toll so I definitely get where you're coming from but I didn't let that affect my rankings and that's where I think we differ a little bit um our lists like I said are very different they're like crazy different. I wouldn't have expected them to be this different. Um. So yeah, I, like I said, I think Kevin Durant makes the push to be the best player in the world this year. Um, even coming off that ACL injury, but I don't think he's the number one. I think uh, my number one player, and the reason I say this is because this is a guy that's going to give you every single game. You know, unless he gets hurt, which he did last year for a little bit with an ankle injury, but. Every single game, he's going to give you, you know, close to, you know, 28 points per game. 25, 28 points per game. Yeah, he's going to be a borderline triple-double every night. And, yeah. And, dude, he's just, I think he's winning MVP this year. You got Luka Doncic. I think even with Chris Stops, you know, being iffy to go this beginning in the beginning of the season, I think they're still going to make a playoff push. Well, not even a playoff push. I think they're going to make a deep um, run in the playoffs. And I think this team is just going to be the dark horse of the league this year, and it's going to be because of Luka Doncic. Yeah. I could. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, uh, I feel like a lot of these guys – even in the even in the top like I would say top eight are very interchangeable. Um, your list, the exception of like Leonard, Kawhi Leonard. So I guess like your top nine could be very interchangeable. Yeah. And kind of just depends on how the season plays out for them and who plays the most and who affects their team the most. But I think your list is good. There's, you made me think of some guys that I didn't really consider before because um, I just forgot a couple guys here and there when I was going through this earlier. But I think you like your top seven, I would say, makes a lot of sense to me. Maybe not the order, but I feel like these are guys that could be in that spot. Yeah. But I'm going to say my list is very different from yours. Right. Um. Out of all your list before is I, much trash. Before I say my list, I'll tell you that we have 
uh, two, I think two guys in the same spot throughout the whole list. Dang, dang. Yeah, so it's going to be it's very different. And then there's guys that are on your list that aren't on my list and on my list that aren't on your list. All right. Um, so I have honorable mentions. I have, like, this was really tough. I went through this today, and I was just looking at all the players. The NBA is so loaded with talent right now. Um, there's so many guys that can make a case for top 15. Like you, I left Jimmy Butler off my list. I just feel like he doesn't really need to carry the load like he did last year now that guys are kind of coming into their own. Yeah. Um, B.I.'s worth a mention. Just the best player on a good, on a pretty, pretty good team. Um, Chris Middleton, who made a strong case to be on my list, but he's gonna die down. He's Chris Middleton, but he's been off to a really good start. Um, Sabonis is another guy I considered putting on my list because he is, in, the top in my opinion, 15? it's he's not in my top fifteen, but I thought about it. Like, there's a lot of guys I'm gonna mention here, like. He's the best player on a good team that's been in the playoffs a couple years in a row now. And I think he's just been, like, just based on his numbers that I've seen early, if we're looking at his numbers, he's averaging, like, 25, like, 12 and 7. Okay. So I just, you know. um, Drummond, I wouldn't necessarily put as a top 15 player, but I think he's worth a mention because I think what he does for his team's undervalued. I think with especially with young guards like uh, Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, Sexland, um, you kind of need that. Those guys are just going to put up shots, and you need that rebounding. And he's going to give you blocks. He's going to give you steals, and he'll probably give you 15 a night. He's a double-double machine. I think he's very undervalued, and he's an all-time great rebounder. And I feel like people just forget about that. <laughs> like, the guy's average, like – his career average for rebounds is probably like somewhere in like thirteen to fourteen rebounds. You're talking about absolutely, Drummond, right? yeah, absolutely absurd. Yeah, you know what? I kind of went back and forth on putting him in my top fifteen. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why I didn't mention him. Really yeah. Um. Jaw. Yeah. I probably would have put him in my list, but he's gonna miss probably twenty or twenty to thirty games, unfortunately. Or it's probably not that many, but like twenty, probably about twenty games he'll miss. So I took him out of my list. Ben Simmons, I guess you can mention um, Westbrook, but they're zero and five <laughs> to yeah. start the season. Um, somebody who I think has been slept on the last couple of years because of the team he's on, Demar Derozan on the Spurs. I think he just does a little bit of everything very well, except shoot the three, and that's probably what holds him back. I'd probably say five years ago he'd be on this list, yeah. or probably like three or four, maybe even. Um, he just missed it out. Um, Paul George, he's still a great player. I don't think you can really deny that. Yeah. Um, he's just not a number one. Cat, um, worth a mention. Bam, so there's the shock. I didn't put Bam on my list. I don't know if that's shocking. Um, and then Booker. I, mean, I had him pretty low on my list. Yeah. yeah. Booker, which is weird because I'm a huge Booker fan. Bang. Um, didn't make my top 15. And I'll explain myself real quick, because you're going to hear my list and you're going to be like, what the actual fuck did you just say? Um, your list seems to be made off MVP case. Yeah, I would I Which isn't a bad thing. I feel like that's a, a good way to do it. I started from one and went up. Yeah. My list, I started from 15. And it's kind of just based on who I think the best players will be at the end of the year, barring the season they have, sort of, and what we've seen so far. Okay. Even though it's small sample size. One guy you didn't name in your honorable mentions is Jalen Brown. So, True. I, I'm an asshole for that. <laughs> um, so, well, you'll see. I'll just, I'll just go. 15 is one of the guys we had similar. I had Trey Young at 15. Okay, that's good. Like you said, he's the best player on his team. He doesn't have to do... He doesn't have to do anything on defense because he shouldn't have to. He's just an offensive beast. Um, he's a good shooter, good playmaker. He does starting to do everything right. Doesn't turn the ball over. But I feel like he's a guy that could easily fall off this list, but could also easily climb this list. So he's 15 is perfect spot for me for him. Um, 14 I have Embiid, and 
I feel like Embiid's a guy that kind of just could interchange every year. Like one year he's like seven, but the next year he's like twenty, and then I feel like fourteen's like somewhere in the middle right there. Um, I kind of value wings. I'll I'll value a very good wing player over a very good big man. Not saying Embiid's not elite, but I don't know if he's as um as good of a basketball player as the guys above him. Yeah, that's fair. All things into consideration. Number 13, I have JT, Jason Tatum, Boston boy. Hey, he didn't even crack your top 10. He did not crack my top 10. Dang. Jason Tatum, to me, is an offensive weapon. He's a certified bucket getter, and he'll probably be a guy that averages close to 30 points per game sometime within the next two or three seasons. Um, the thing that keeps him lower on this list for me is his playmaking ability. He's kind of got tunnel vision. And he's, he just like, like I said, his decision making sometimes. His shot, his shot decisions, I guess you would say. His shot IQ. He tries to take James Harden shots, but he's not James Harden. Like, nobody's James Harden. Um, however, he's a great Great player, great offensive player, very good defensive player, and I think 13 is a good spot for him. All things in like I probably two weeks ago I would have put him 11, 10 or 11, but seeing what I'm seeing um, from everybody else, kind of like there was a lot of question marks before, and now it's more clear to me. Number 12, call myself an asshole. This is crazy. This is where the list gets crazy. I'm putting Jalen Brown ahead of Jason Tatum. I think Jalen Brown is, and I'm kind of seeing it now. Well, I'm not seeing it now. I'm a big JB guy. Um, I like Jalen Brown. I always have, except for when we drafted him because I didn't know who the fuck he was. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But I'm a big Jalen Brown guy, and I feel like, a lot of people are seeing Jalen Brown now. They see Tatum, and they're like, Tatum, he's that guy because he's he was that guy from the jump. Day one, Tatum came in. He got buckets. That's what he did. Um, Perk said it today. All the guys on ESPN are starting to say it. Just now, literally as of today, I saw something today. Perk saying that he thinks Jalen Brown's better than Tatum. And I was like, wow, somebody else actually kind of thinks this. Bro, uh, what? <laughs> no dude listen just listen hear me out hold on so tatum is like i said the certified bucket getter he'll probably score more than jalen brown but he's not as good as jalen brown is at other things jalen brown's a better playmaker i think as of right now he's a better defender the numbers from last year will tell you tatum might be a better defender but that's because jalen brown was always taking on the tougher assignment on paper tatum on uh, on if you're just watching with your eyes the eye test it'll tell you Jalen Brown. He's a hard he he tries harder on defense. I think people are hyping up his 44 point game. No, no, no. I've I thought that I made this list before. Um I had an idea. And I'm not basing this off his 44 point night. It definitely helps. But he's a better defender, he's a better playmaker. I think he's a. Everybody knows he's a smarter, higher IQ person and basketball player. And the question mark for Jalen Brown was, is he a bucket getter? And we've seen that. And he's consistent. And he uh, shoots good from the field. I wouldn't say he like he's he's not as consistent as Jason Tatum is. I wouldn't say he is either. I wouldn't say he's as consistent, but he he has good splits. He could he, he shoots get fifteen points tomorrow. After having a 44-point night. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a possibility. I feel like Jason Tatum could get 15 points. Honestly. He got 16 points last game. Yeah, well, Jalen Brown scored 42. Yeah. 44 or whatever. That's the thing. These guys make each other better. They work off each other. And I think... I mean, when you're looking at last year, Jalen Brown had better shooting splits than Tatum. As the fourth option. The guy averaged 20 points per game when he wasn't even getting plays drawn up for him. 
shooting 50% from the field and his three-point percentage is up. Don't the one thing, like I said, I think I think Jalen Brown easily could get into the top 15. Why? That's why he's in my honorable mentions. But do I think he's going to be better than Tatum? No. The the one knock I have on Jalen Brown is his free throw shooting. Other than that, 60 something percent. He's last year. He's 70 74, which is LeBron. He's other than that, he's a better all around basketball player than Tatum. I think we see Tatum as a better player because he's the go to guy. He's the certified bucket getter, and I respect him for that. And like I said, this is why it's bold. I think you could easily switch these guys. You could easily have Tatum way higher than Brown. You might not even have Brown on your list. But I think by the end of the year, and based on what we've seen early, and based on the growth we've seen from Jalen Brown in the last four years, I don't think it's unreasonable for him to be considered better than Tatum. I mean, like we said, I think we'll see at the end of the year. Tatum, Tatum was the product. He was the guy straight out. Jalen Brown was the project, and now we're seeing the final product. Jalen Brown's had to grow more than Tatum, and I think we're seeing that full-fledged Jalen Brown come out. He's automatic for mid-range. Like the dude doesn't miss for mid-range. He's a better mid-range shooter than Tatum. The one thing I'll give Tatum. He's a better overall scorer because he's a better difficult shot maker. Jalen Brown actually probably finishes better at the rim. I think Tatum doesn't finish at the rim very well. I think we see him finish very weak at the rim. There's a lot of times where he's just throwing up air balls. And it's like, what the hell did he just put up? But like I said, interchangeable. You could put Tatum on here. You might take Jalen Brown completely off the list. That's just my personal opinion. And I think, like I said, he's a better all, in my opinion, he's a better all-around player. Um, I don't know what you could describe as a better overall player, but in my opinion, I value a good all-around player. And I think Tatum's almost there. Playmaking definitely needs a, a boost, dude. He's got tunnel vision. We all know it. We're Celtics fans. We watch. Um, but I'll move on now to the rest of my list. Number 11, I have Dame. Um, I'm a big Dame fan, but I think with Nurkic back for the full season, he doesn't have as much of a load he needs to take on. I mean, he'll still take on that scoring load, but Nurkic is a huge help in that offense. Um, I just feel like Dame's numbers will go down slightly. He's still going to be, in, in my opinion, he's been the best point guard in the league probably the last two years. I mean, rest assured, Curry was hurt last year. Um, but even before that, there was question marks like, who's the better point guard? So I got Dame at 11. Um, 10, cracking my top 10, I have Curry. So you had Curry 11, I have Curry 10, right around the same ballpark. Um, he's definitely not a top five player. We've seen him with subpar players, or not subpar, but average to good players rather than elite players like Klay Thompson and Draymond Green in his prime and Kevin Durant in his prime. Um, we know what Curry's capable of with a guy like Klay Thompson by his side, but without him, God, it's tough. It's like, it's a question mark on whether he'll if they'll win any any given night. Like, you could see the worst team in the league beat them. And that's yeah, what puts him at 10 for me. Points on <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm a big Curry guy. Like, I, I respect his game. He changed the game of basketball. But by himself, without a all-star, because Draymond, whenever he comes back, he's not an all-star. He'll never be an all-star ever again. Um, Without those guys, especially Clay. There's just a lot more focus on Curry, and he's got to do a lot more this year. Um, number nine may take people by surprise, but I think it's not out of consideration. Somebody you didn't even mention in your honorable mentions. I have Kyrie. Yeah, probably. Um, Kyrie to me is better when he's not the number two. He's a better player when he's the second option we saw it with lebron lebron and kyrie together made kyrie a better player in cleveland than he ever was in boston yeah i agree with that and i think we're gonna see the same thing with kd and i think it's because the like we said the offensive focus isn't on kyrie like it is when he like it was when he was in boston well the focus is still there because those are the two guys but yeah, they, they are the two guys, but there's a lot of focus on KD. Like, when he was on Boston, you didn't have Tate, like Tatum Tatum or J, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, or, you know, 
Gordon Hayward's hurt, but now you have Kyrie taking the second fiddle again, and that's when he's going to get back to that level of two or three years ago when we're like, who's the better point guard, Steph or Kyrie? Yeah. And I value the guy that can hit the clutch shot, and I value the guy that can get a bucket at any given time as well. I think he doesn't give you really anything on the defensive end, but I think he's just so Hall of Fame good on the offensive end that he, I personally, this year at least, am taking him over Curry because I think he works better as the second option. And so I just banged out three point, probably the three point guards you would think of all back to back to back. Kyrie, Steph, Dame. Like I said, those guys are in their Crazy of me is you said Dame's going to be the best point guard in the league, but you have Kyrie above him. I I do. I I did think that. But now that I think, now that I'm seeing things, seeing them built into what they are, and this is assuming full health. Yeah. For everybody. Um, I took Jaw out because he was already hurt when I made the list. So, um, I do think Dame is at times the best point guard in the league, and he'll probably go on a stretch where he scores 40 points per game, and that'll probably move him up on the list. It was very hard for me placing these three guys in a row. I think, and it's kind of weird to me because I don't think Steph should be considered the best. I think Kyrie and Dame, but I still have Dame lower than Steph because I think Steph has more of a burden on his back. And I think they'll still be a good team fighting for a lower seed in the West. It yeah. doesn't really make sense, but I I just have to see Steph kind of prove himself again almost. Um, but I'll move on to the, my list. Uh, I have Harden at eight. You have Harden at six. So around the same ballpark again, and this is where the guys become interchangeable. I said that, right? I said I could, I could, I could see Harden at six to eight. Yeah. So I have Harden at eight, personally, because of everything that's going on with him and the Rockets. How often is he going to play? When is he going to get traded? Is he going to decide to sit out? Um. But based on just a basketball ability, he could be higher. But I am going to take a lot away from him because of what's going on. He's not a leader, clearly. He doesn't want to play with the guys that are in the locker room with him right now. And I kind of kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. I just want to know, where the fuck is John Wall, man? <laughs> man yeah, John Wall is playing tonight. He played tonight. He's his first night back. Um, it, was fucking time. it was a whole COVID thing where he had to just quarantine for some reason because he was exposed but I felt like it was, it was only supposed to be a two game thing and then it turned into like three or four games which is just weird um, I don't know but Tarden at 8 7 this is where our list gets very different you have this guy number 1 I have Luca at 7 wow yes my like I said this is why my list is wow. weird because I have Luca as my MVP favorite you but he's 7, seven? I have him at 7 because when I think of best player there's other things I value more. So you're saying you d- you don't think he'll be the number one NBA player in the league this year? I don't think he'll be the number one NBA player in the league. I think he'll be the MVP, but I think there's a difference between somebody being the MVP and the best player in the league. The MVP is the most valuable player to the team's success. You take Luka off the Mavericks, they're shit. You take KD off the Nets, maybe they're not shit. Because they still have Kyrie. Yeah, but yeah. I think KD's a better basketball player than Luca is as of right now. Um, wow. Luca, like I said, is my MVP, but I just—he's had a rough—he's had a rough start to the year. We've seen it. He's kind of having trouble without KP, and I think he just needs to solidify himself a little bit more to be that guy with no help. Not even the top five, bro. I know, crazy. Um, six. Well, I'll give Luca credit. He's an all-time. He's like already an all-time great passer. Um, he has to get more consistent behind the arc. He shoots like thirty-two percent from behind the arc. Um, but other than that, he's a great player. Borderline triple-double every night. He'll be the. He could be the MVP very easily, but he's not the best player in the league, and he's, in my opinion, not a top five. Not even top six. Six is Jokic. I have Jokic above Doncic. Um, like you said, he averages almost a triple double, and I think we've seen he's just a he's on a I wouldn't say better team at full strength. Their teams are both very good. When Luca's 
team is at full strength. They are the number one rated offense in the league based on last year. Um, when Jokic's team is at full strength, they're like a two or three seed. Jokic is clearly the best player on his team. Jamal Murray's emergence is because of Jokic. I think a lot has to do with Jokic. He's still the best playmaker on his team, and Jamal Murray's his point guard. Yeah, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's no slouch of a playmaker. I don't know. This year he's been garbage, man. Yeah, he hasn't been off to a good start. No, not at all. Which just goes to show you how good Jokic is. And their team hasn't been off to a great start, but they're going to pick it up. They're the Nuggets. They're just good. Usually the team's not off to a good start because of Jokic. Like, Jokic is yeah. slow to start. But they're like, they're just a good basketball team. They're a good coached basketball team. They don't try to do too much. Um, Not one guy tries to do too much, except for maybe Jamal Murray. Maybe we're seeing it. Maybe we're seeing it get to his head. But Jokic is six for me. He's, like, the greatest passer at the center position of all time. Um. I think he could pick it up on the defensive end a little bit. I think him slimming slimming down a bit since last season will help him switch better um, in pick-and-roll situations. He'll probably be a little quicker around the rim. Uh, He'll probably be able to get up and down more. Maybe his pogo stick badge will go up from silver to gold, if you know what I mean. Five. Uh, This is where we get to the meat, and this is where guys become interchangeable and completely expendable from the top five as well. Giannis at number five, the two-time reigning MVP. I have him at five because, like I said, I value a good player that can do everything, and Giannis can do everything except shoot threes. Bro, so you still haven't named Anthony Davis. I have not named Anthony Davis, no. Or Kawhi. No. Um, Giannis, to me, like I said, He's been exposed in the playoffs. He's off to a eh start this year. Um, he like we said, you have the, he has a supporting cast now where he doesn't have to do as much. His numbers are going to take a dip slightly, probably just the scoring for the most part. Um, but he still has to prove to me that that he can. It's the thing is, all these guys above him do. He can do almost everything except shoot the three. All the guys above him can do everything in the game of basketball. Yeah. Well, too. That's what sets them apart. Um, but Giannis is five for me. He's probably he could win Depoy easily. Um, I think Anthony Davis should have won it last year, but whatever. We'll move on to four. Four I have Kawhi. Kawhi at four because I think people give Kawhi a lot of I don't know how to put it. I would say he's he's got a lot of love but a lot of hate at the same time. I feel like people kind of just feel are like they look at last year's playoffs and they're like, "Wow, maybe Kawhi's not the player we thought he was." But I'm not going to I can't blame any of that on Kawhi. He had one bad game in that playoff series. I'm going to blame that and I'm a huge Paul George fan. I'm blaming that pretty much entirely on Paul George. If you're a superstar like Paul George, you can't underperform like that. And Kawhi has to take the blame because he played like shit. Well, no one Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kawhi. Knowing, knowing Paul George, you have to, that's what you've come to expect, like him in the playoffs. But that's he hasn't had that history. He had one year in OKC where he was like that. But before that, on the Pacers, he was an incredible playoff player. It's just weird. Um, but I'm not holding that against Kawhi because we saw what he did just two years ago. Before this past season, he, I wouldn't say, I'd say pretty much almost carried. I mean, yes, LeBron wasn't well, in the playoffs, you know, at the time, but he carried the team to an East Eastern Conference Championship and then to the finals to win the finals against a weaker Golden State team, obviously. But still, he raised everybody's game on that team. I think Kawhi gets a lot of hate for the missed games, which is reasonable. Dude, he played 57 games last year. I just looked this up. Out of 70, what what is it? Seven, I don't even know how many, how many games did they play, 60? No. Oh, last year? Yeah. They played 67 in regular season. How many games did sorry, they play? Sorry, 57. I'm sorry, 57. LeBron James played 67. How many games did they play? Uh, I don't know. Close they didn't play a full 82-game season. I think it was it was close to the, that number, maybe seventy something. 
Let me just look at the record to see what they uh, LA Clippers record 2019-2020. They played 72 games. Okay. So they missed LeBron James played 67. 15 games. And LeBron James is much older than Kawhi Leonard. So yeah. that's what I'm just trying to say. That's he deserves he wasn't he he didn't have a significant injury last year. Yeah, no, he didn't. They're just like I said, they're doing that whole thing where you're just resting players for the playoffs. Yeah. Well that's bullshit because they didn't even make a deep playoff run. So But you know, I don't know. I, personally, that doesn't that doesn't Im- impact my decision on putting him four because when it comes down to it, he is one of the best five four basketball players in the world, no doubt in my mind. Um, yeah, he sat out a few games. But you want to look at LeBron? LeBron sat out pretty much the whole season in twenty eighteen. Or yeah, I mean, yeah, and he wasn't he wasn't hurt the whole season. So then Steph- he sat out. He sat out because his team was like, oh fuck this. Yeah, so so every superstar does it. Yeah, but you can't you can't look at Kawhi and be like blame Kawhi, but then then be like, oh, LeBron played sixty seven games his whole career. But when the whole LeBron, he, he hasn't he hasn't done it his whole career. Most of it, I mean, no, when he not was really trying to prove something. He hasn't he hasn't played he hasn't done that his whole career. Still with the Spurs. Yeah, and his last season because he had a very bad ankle injury. And he wanted out because of how they managed his injury. And yeah, and then he just takes rest to make a deep playoff run last year and can't do it because they just weren't good enough. They had the roster to do it, but they couldn't even get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, they got beat. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, I don't think that means he's not a top four player. I think that should have an effect on it. Like, I don't know. I guess we'd look at it differently. I'll take a guy with durability or a guy that is willing to, you know, play every minute. But you're going to take, but you're going to put KD too. Didn't play at all last year. Yeah. He didn't play at all because of a torn ACL. By durability, you mean one who didn't play. So, like, you're going to take Luca. Yeah. Luca plays a ton. He's, he missed a few games because of an ankle injury. I mean, not taking rest days. I mean, I guess Kevin Durant. Luca only played 61 games last year. Luca played 61 last year? That's four more than Kawhi. Okay. I just don't. Like, it's not like he missed more than half the season. And there's always going to be games where you have little bug injuries where it's better to take a day off. Or maybe you've had a. Luca played 61 last year and missed a. Lot because of an ankle injury, not because he was taking rest days. So that's different. If Kawhi was seriously hurt, then that's a different story. But you're not seriously okay, but, like John Morant's seriously hurt. But what about LeBron in 2018? Yeah, he wasn't hurt. Yeah, that's yeah, and he missed the whole. He played 20 games like that whole year. Yeah, that's faulty. That's that shouldn't be done. But okay, but you still put LeBron at number. If you were doing 2018 rankings into the 2019 season, you would put LeBron James number one. Were they preparing to make a deep playoff run that year? No. If they had the chance, would he have been playing? Yes. I think if he played, they would have been a playoff team. Because he's LeBron. LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah, and they would have went deep. So why would you... So why would would LeBron be like, I'm going to sit out this season? Because he's a fucking bitch that sat out because he didn't have the support he wanted around him. Kawhi's a bitch. Has has Kawhi... Kawhi, um, You're hating on Kawhi for playing, missing 15 games. It's not like he missed the whole season. Yeah, he missed 15 games. And still could not produce at a level to take them to at least the Western Conference Finals. Which everyone projected him to, to be. Which they had the roster to do. They had the roster, the roster to win it all. But could they do it? No. Could Kawhi carry the team? No. If LeBron was on that team, put LeBron on the Clippers instead of, instead of Kawhi. They're going to the finals. You can't just say that. They are. Things match up. LeBron's brought way worse teams worse to the, fi- to the finals. But when you look at LeBron and Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is a far better player than Paul George. Yeah. And did they go to the finals? Yeah. And did they win it? Yes. So what, he has a better player. 
by his side. And he did what he was projected to do. A lot of people had the Clippers winning it. And they couldn't. They couldn't even get there. Couldn't even get to the Western Conference Finals. That has an effect on a player. I don't think that affects Ka- just Kawhi being the best pl- one of the best players in the league. I don't think that puts him at nine on your list. You're telling me Dame's Maybe a better not, player not. than Kawhi. Maybe You're telling me Dame's a better player than Kawhi. Harden's a better player than Kawhi. AD's a better player than Kawhi. Okay, there's a case for AD as better than Kawhi because I have him better than obviously Kawhi. Obviously, it's a MVP last year. It should have been. I, I have AD James better than Kawhi, so I'll say that. I just said that based on looking at your on your list. James Jokic, James I don't think he's there yet. James Giannis, I don't think Giannis is a better overall player than Kawhi Leonard is. Kawhi has won an MVP. What is what has Giannis done in the playoffs? Yeah, he hasn't done anything. That is false. Exactly. So, like, you're just basing it off a bunch of different things did that Giannis just don't. Same, did you just, you're just contradicting yourself. Chris Middleton isn't better than Paul George. You have Giannis at four. Yeah. Former MVP. Kawhi at nine because, but if you're bringing, if playoffs care matter that much to you, then I don't know. Oh, no, I think I, I think playoff matters. Yes, and Kawhi's still a champion as of the year before. He was the Finals MVP. Yeah, it's not like Kawhi fell off the face of the earth. He's some fucking slouch. I'm not saying he's a slouch. I'm not saying that. I think it's crazy for him to be at nine. I think nine is a little low. But I don't think he's a top five NBA player right now. I don't really. Yeah, I think he belongs. Maybe if I had to edit my list, I would probably put him closer to like seven or six, right outside my top five. I don't think he's a top five NBA player right now. All right, you'll have your opinion. I'll have mine. Um. So I have Kawhi at four. Three, I have LeBron. LeBron, like I said, he's the reigning, you know, finals MVP. Whether he should have won it or not, that's besides the point. Um, yeah, he's just LeBron. Um, not much to say there. Two, I have AD. AD, to me, is a guy, like, we've never seen a big like AD. AD can do everything. He shoots the three well, for especially for his size, and just in general. He can drive to the rack. He's, his post-up game's as good as anybody's in the league. He defends well. He can defend one through five. He's fast. He finishes around the rim. He legit is... The one knock you might have on him is his playmaking, but he doesn't need to do that because LeBron James is in his lineup. And to me, AD is just... He's just like, it's crazy how good he is for a big, but just in general, as a basketball player, it's crazy how good he is. Um, He actually, which in my opinion, I would have put him in the MVP race over LeBron. And yes, you can say I'm a LeBron hater, but all the stats, if you're a stats person, listen to me. Um, AD led every stat category for the Lakers, except for LeBron leading in assists. LeBron led in assists and AD led in nearly everything else. There was guys that didn't qualify for the league minimum to lead the category, but they led it because there was a team stat. So they put like a JaVale McGee on like block percentage or something. But the base stats, the advanced stats, AD led them all. LeBron led in assists. Um, That's all I got to say. KD is my number one. I think KD just can't, like, he's like, fuck, fuck getting an Achilles injury. I'm just going to come back and hoop. The guy's crazy. Seven-footer. Has the best, has a very good handle for a seven-footer. Plays good defense. Finishes anywhere. Can literally score anywhere on the floor. And that's talking about from 35 in. I'm already starting to see this. Is people who were saying that this Kyrie-Kevin Durant duo wasn't going to work are starting to become lovers of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, which is just pissing me off. I said from day one that it was going to work. I said the Nets last year were going to be good this year. I wouldn't say that. I would say that I said I wasn't sure KD would come back the same way. I didn't. didn't, Yeah, you did say that, but that's. I thought KD and Kyrie would work together. 
Yeah. But I didn't know if K- KD would come back. If he even came back, you know, 75, 85% of himself, he's still a great player. But he's he's as good as when he left. He's, yeah. He, I, he I, was I, the, when KD got hurt, he was the best player in the world. Okay, so I've been, obviously, you know this, I have Kevin Durant on my fantasy team, so I've been watching him, and I watch him and Jokic pretty much every game so far this year. I would say that Kevin Durant looks a little bit, in some instances, which I think he's trying to hide it. In some instances, he's a little afraid. Defensively, last night he had an easy block on a guy, and he didn't jump to to get the block. Sometimes I see him like hesitant to do something. He's playing very timid and cautious, which is okay. That's very natural. You're coming off a like a season-ending injury that alters careers and could potentially end a career because we've seen it happen before. By the end of the season, is he going to be Kevin Durant? Is he going to be one of the best players in the world? Yes. Yeah, in in my opinion, he'll be the best player in the world. He was when he left. He's come back the same player. There's no reason why he couldn't be the number one. Maybe you can say number one, number two, because he's always been the number two. But what it is to me, LeBron James is getting older. He's going to take – um, he's probably gonna take a, a I wouldn't say it like a huge step back. He'll take a slight step back from last year. Um, all that burden's probably gonna be they they've gotten the championship. Some of that burden's gonna be like, okay, Anthony, I need you to do more. Even though Anthony Davis led in every fucking stat, like I mentioned before. Um, more of that load's gonna go to AD. Um, LeBron's probably going to go back to more of a point guard style of play, even though he did lead an assist last year, but hit more of a laid back point guard. I'll feed you the ball in the post. You do your thing. I'm going to sit back here at the three point line and watch you work. He's still going to put up good numbers like 20. I'd probably say like 24, eight, eight, seven, eight, something like that. Yeah. He'll put up LeBron numbers. But like I said, AD, I put higher than him. I think he was better last year. I think he was as important in the playoffs. Um, KD, he's just like it's crazy how good the guy is. He's seven feet tall. He runs down the, he gets a rebound, runs down the court, pulls up from thirty-five in your fucking face, and he splashes that shit home. Like, <laughs> and it's and you know it's going in. You don't miss. like the second you see him, like just t- get up. You see that fucking signature KD like tuck the elbow in jump shot, like you know that shit's butter. Thanks. Um. So yeah, as long as everybody stays healthy, that's that's all I gotta say. That's my list. Um, like I said, there's a lot of room for change, especially on the I'd probably say the, like the lower tiers of the list. There's like like I said, there's different tiers to the list. I think Trey Young, Joel Embiid, Tatum, and Brown, those guys are easily a step behind Dame, Curry, Ky- I wouldn't maybe you don't say Kyrie, but Kyrie, Harden, Doncic, and everybody above. So there's a big there's a big tier from like eleven. And then that next tier is those guys that I have. And any of my honorable mentions, maybe aside from like DeRozan, Drummond, DI because of team success, those are guys that could make top 15. So these are our personal lists. Very different. I didn't expect it. I knew they were going to be different, but I didn't expect them to be this different. I feel like... Eric looked at it as an MVP standpoint. I looked at it as the best player in the world standpoint, um, which is you can look at it either way. But there definitely was some weird takes. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, give us your opinion. If you have like a list you have, you can send it to us on Instagram or something. We can talk about it on the podcast. If anybody wants to come on the podcast and talk about any sort of list or basketball content, because that's probably the direction we're going to go for 2021. Uh, like we said before, it's very hard to get guests. Um, it's just very hard to align our schedules, especially in school, even just between us. And then adding a third person makes it hard. But if you're able to get on the time we record and you want to talk about something basketball, we're more than happy to have you on. Fan interaction. Yeah. Would love it. That's a big thing. It gets us excited that people actually listen to our content when, you know, you respond to our posts and stuff like that. Facts. So that's going to be our list. Um, I'm going to delete mine right now. I'm just going to exit out of it. I did it in a notepad. <laughs> and I'll probably oh, never see it again. How close I am by the end of the year. Yeah, I'll probably just come back and listen to this. Actually, I'll just save it. Fuck it. Um, but anyways, that's going to do it for this episode. Everybody have a safe New Year's. Um, 
make sure you're not drinking and driving, drive sober, <laughs> get pulled over. Um, or that seatbelt. Yeah, that's all we got. We'll see you on Sound uh, Sound Up Studios on Sunday. Yep. Peace. Peace.